0: Welcome to "It Just Means Less," where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Parizan and Jacob Holman.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the "It Just Means Less" podcast. I'm your host, Wells Parizan. Here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. How are you, Jacob? I'm good, Wells. How are you? I'm doing good. I took my last final this morning. I'm officially on Christmas uh, Christmas break. It feels good to be a little uh, free. It must be nice. Uh, I got I got till
0: next week or next Wednesday. I'll be done at eight a.m. eight a.m. So that's just
1: why. The university, the University of Auburn, is just a better institution. (laughs) The University of Auburn. The University, capitalize the D, please. Okay, Ohio State. Uh huh. Speaking of Ohio, oh, I guess Ohio State didn't play last week, Jacob. What was the kind of key things that you took away from Conference Week last or Championship Week last week? Two words: Roll Tide.
0: Just handle or handle business, dude. After the, you know, being there after that first drive that Georgia had. When they they just pretty much did whatever they want to, um, yeah, I was I thought we were going to be in for a long day, but um, they I mean everybody showed up when they needed to. I was I was very pleased with it, of course, but um, I was very very pleased with how Alabama handled handled business after come or after that slow start that they had.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the main thing I took away from last week was the Washington Oregon game. Um, it was really exciting. I think it was a great, the great ending for the Pac-12 as you know, the Pac-12 was playing their final Pac-12 game. I got a little, just a little emotional seeing all the Pac-12 animals sitting there together, mascots. I also did the same thing when, you know, of course the CBS intro or outro, you know, it was, it was pretty, uh, it was a sad time, but here's some new beginnings. Um, last week was a rough week for the for us as far as picking them wise um i was four and six outright three and said seven versus the spread uh jacob was slightly better than me at six and four versus the outright and four and six versus the spread um that brings our season totals to jacob is 142 and 53 versus outright and 96 and 78 versus the spread um i'm 149 and 36 versus outright and 174 versus the spread so both of them both of us are still sitting pretty respectful um as far as spread uh, picking wise, um, there's only one game to pick this week, so I guess we can go ahead and um, jump into it. In my opinion, it is the third best rivalry in college football. Um, Army Navy, both teams sitting there at five and six. Um, I believe both teams have to be eligible for bowl eligibility before this game, so this game is not for bowl eligibility. This is just their final game. Um, it is Army is favored by two and a half. It's the two p.m. CBS kick Gillette Stadium, which is new. I don't think I don't think it's normally in. Do you know Jacob? If it's it normally in? It's, it's usually in Lincoln Financial, which is where the Eagles play. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was in Philadelphia. I guess moving around this year. Um, what you got, Jacob? Um go army
0: beat navy. I think I, I think Army's gonna I think Army is gonna handle business. Um I think I mean if they win, I think they'll they'll cover that three that two and a half. So
1: I'm gonna go with um go with the troops that are on land, not sea. So Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm gonna take Army to win too. Um the one time we I think there's only like, we have picked uh, Navy a few times, I think. I know we picked them week zero. But I most, know that I did. <laughs> Both of us had them covering the spread versus Notre Dame, and they lost by like fifty something. Um, that's kind of the only impression I really have of. Uh, well, I, I guess Army. We did pick Army when they lost to um, LSU. They played at Death Valley, so that's that's that. But I just think, I don't know. I just go in with Army because I like Army better than Navy. Yeah, we picked them against
0: Air Force too when they beat Air Force by twenty, and we were both wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: So they've been kind of screwing us over. Yeah, they're going to win. They're going to win Saturday, though. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I'll be tuned in for it. That's for sure. Um, you know, there's been a lot of controversy since our last last episode. Uh, college football playoff rankings came out. Um, Two... I don't say to everybody surprised. I think it was kind of to me and Jacob surprised. Not that we didn't think Alabama deserved to be in, but we just didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, Alabama got the four seed, uh, Texas three, Washington two, Michigan one. So, just give me your thoughts on the whole situation, Jacob, and you know the argument for or why
0: Alabama should be in. So, I think one and two is a lock. I, I think that's pretty much a given. I thought I thought three was um or. Sunday morning when we um, we were watching the show, when I saw Texas go to three, I was like, okay. I, I kind of feel like Alabama might be in just because I feel like if they would have put Florida State in, they would have put them at three. Mm-hmm. They're undefeated, you know, conference champion. But I, I think the only reason Alabama got in was because of the injury to Jordan Travis. I mean, resume – Resume for Alabama was better, 4-1 against the top 25 that are now out. Florida State was 3-0. Strength of schedule was fifth. Theirs was 55th or 58th, one of the two. So I think the only reason – I think Alabama's resume was better. Obviously, having the one loss to Texas doesn't help, but um, it's just – I don't – it's like somebody said today that the committee went based off of do they think without Jordan Travis that Florida State will win a national championship? And I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it was three to three at halftime against Louisville with, and the whole game, they averaged 3.4 yards per play. So, I mean,
1: I don't really think. <laughs> that's a first down, Jacob. That's a first down, 3.4 yards. That'll get you a first down every time, day of the week. It will. <laughs> but
0: I mean, that's also against a Louisville team. Who's not, who's kind of fallen off the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So um, I personally think it was the right decision, biased or no biased. Um, I think Alabama was a better, is a better team than Florida State, even though um, that loss coming the second week of the season, it doesn't matter. You know, they still they still lost. I'm not saying that the loss doesn't matter. But I think that with it being that early, I think the eye test is really kind of – I think that helped Alabama too, especially – beating the committee's number one team who had been
1: their number one team the whole – right, the whole time, right? Or did yeah, they have – did, did they have Ohio State at number one at one point? I think they had Ohio State one or two weeks, but it was it was – Georgia's been the number one consensus for most of the season for sure. Right. I mean, and they
0: were 29-0 in their last 29 games. So, I mean, you beat the committee's number one team when a lot of – I didn't really think a lot of people thought Alba would win. So – Um, I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I know you didn't. So, um, I definitely think it was the right decision. Uh, I think, I think it's going to be. Are we going to like? Are we going to wait and pick games later on, or are we going to go ahead and? Yeah,
1: I think. I mean, if you want to give a little, you know, preview, but I think we'll pick them when they come. Think you're going to see Alabama in that championship game? I think. I think it depends. Well. I'm trying to think, Jacob. Who has Alabama played that's had like a really good run game? Because that's Michigan's thing as a run game. I mean, Georgia. Georgia had- I mean, yeah, Georgia's was pretty good, but they weren't like. I don't think Georgia's – Like, I don't. I feel like Georgia was more of like a a balanced team, and I, I think Michigan's more run like heavy run. So I don't. I don't. I mean, Alabama has good run defense statistically. Yeah, And I, I know coming into that Auburn game, they had really good. And then Auburn kind of ran a little bit on them. But, you know, we talk about that's Jordan-Hare Stadium. Like, right. you know, it happens. So, I'm interested to see. If Georgia – if Bama shuts the run game down, it's so, over. Yeah, it I, mean, over. J, I don't think J.J. can mm-hmm. beat us through the air. Definitely don't. And, and I'm not – but I'm just not 100% confident that can happen yet. Now, I'm not saying I'm not going to pick Alabama when the time comes. But, you know, we got a well, almost a month before we have to make that decision. Th- uh, three weeks. Yeah, so, three weeks. So, so I mean – it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting
0: to see if they can stop the run. Uh, I mean, because that's I mean that's a Big Ten's team's bread and butter. I mean, mm-hmm. so this pretty much you stop that
1: you pretty much win win the
0: semifinal. So
1: I think my whole problem, I think I will say, if Bama was playing Florida State Saturday, there's no doubt in my mind Bama would have been in by 17 plus. I think my whole problem with Bama getting in was just it was just not what the committee had done in the past. You know, like the committee had set a precedent and they just they chose not to follow it this year. Now, right or wrong, whether that precedent was right or wrong or whether this is right or wrong, it's kind of that's just kind of like the unexpected to me. Like I was just kind of like shots like like. Why was it this year that you decided to go away from it? And it also helps, especially on bar and Twitter, that it was the one year that it benefited Alabama. That it happens because people will sit there and like, yeah, Alabama's a way better team. Well, like you look at this list right here, and I think Georgia's better than uh, Georgia's wide better than Washington and Michigan, probably in my opinion. I mean, I think I don't know if you put Georgia versus them three schools right there. If I wouldn't pick Georgia to win. No, I I'll be honest with you. I still think Georgia is the best team in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, a, even after a loss. I mean, they still only lost by three points yeah. after how they really didn't even play that great. Yeah. and also could kind of and they would have been one of them def, definitely one of them things where like you know Mich- Michigan probably would have beat Florida or Florida State by two scores at least and then you're sitting there like oh man the committee done it again after he, uh, like after you had the blowout in the playoff which is kind of irrelevant to me too because you know TCU beat Michigan in the game before and I just think it was just Georgia was that good I think Georgia and Ohio State were the two best teams last year they met in the semis and that's just how it came out yeah so I'm not saying I'm not saying I hated Alabama at four I didn't pick it because I had Georgia. You know, if, if I probably would have picked Georgia to win. If I would have had Alabama in, if I'd have picked Alabama to win, because I thought, because I did pick Louisville to upset. Right. So like, this wouldn't even have happened if it, you know, if if Louisville had um had won.
0: Well, they had every every opportunity to win the game. I mean, it's their own fault. Florida State, Florida State did
1: not look that good to me. Mm-hmm. And I was out. Go ahead. I was interested to see if Florida State weighed in, like. Yeah, this was the third-string quarterback. They're gonna have the second-string quarterback by the time the game comes around and all that. And people were like, "Well, he didn't look good in the swamp." But I'm like, "Who looks good in the swamp?" And if they're fir- his first start at night, there's right. not many players in the country that are gonna look good, no matter how mid the Florida team is. So I just, I just, it sucks because I felt like there's a lot of talented players in that Florida State team that did nothing wrong, really. Like they did everything they were asked to do, and it just, it just didn't go their way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hate it. Like, I genuinely do hate it for them because, like, you hate to see you hate to see a like a kid's opportunity mm-hmm. get taken away based off of, especially when they did everything they were supposed to do. Um But I, I think it. Do you think it came down to a financial decision too? Mm,
1: I don't know. I mean, it's definitely. I definitely. It's definitely favors Alabama. Like that's going to be, you know, the um. Florida State's going to have that little like oh they're trying to get out them in because of the money like and they're not caring about football they just want money because like it or not NCAA is not the most um, trying to think of a nice way to put this but they're NCAA is the corrupt organization so it wouldn't shock me if it came to it but I, I don't think that's what the committee was looking at well that's what the Florida government thinks hey I mean it could be your next president helping to lead this lead what this else? charge <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just think it's I think it's crazy but it is mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, Nemo wouldn't do it. Let's just put it that way. That's Meemaw for sure. Don't do
1: it. Um, I love Nemo. All right, let's go ahead. And, before we get too political out here, jump into um, with some less games to talk about this week. Me and Jake, we're gonna hit the rewind button and look at our predictions from the beginning of the year, and then we're gonna give the we're gonna get read the predictions, and we're gonna both give a grade for each school. The first grade is we're ba- ranking our prediction. So like. Bama going twelve and one. I had Bama going eleven and one. So I'm going to give that prediction A because I felt like I was pretty on. And then like the second prediction would be like, you know, I had this team going this record, but to this team that's a letdown. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So Um, like basically, kind of the standard everybody thought mm -hmm. they would be at. Pretty Mm -hmm. much what that second grade is going to be. So.
1: All right, so I'll go ahead and do Jacob first. We'll do I'll do Jacob's West and my West, and then we'll do, and then um. So Jacob had Bama go in twelve and o, which I guess you know means thirteen o because I've played the SEC championship game. LSU at eleven and one, Arkansas at nine and three, Auburn at seven and five, Ole Miss at seven and five, a And M at six and six, State at six and six. I had Bama going tw- uh twelve and I had LSU at eleven and one. I had Auburn at eight and four. I had Arkansas at eight and four. I had Mississippi State at seven and five. Ole Miss at seven and five. And AM at four and eight. My East was Tennessee at eleven and one, Georgia eleven and one, South Carolina nine and three, Kentucky seven and five, Missouri, Florida, and Vandy all four and eight. T- Jacob had Tennessee all at eleven and one, Georgia at eleven and one, South Carolina at nine and three, Kentucky at seven and five. Florida and Vandy at five and seven, and then Missouri at three and nine. <laughs> so, as you can tell, there were some doozies in there between me and Jacob's picks. So, um, I guess I'll, I'll read out the five. I guess we'll go through and we'll say who finished first in the um, the West, then work our way down and say what the grades are for each of them. Yeah, we'll give each of our grades. Mm-hmm. So, I had Bama finished first in the West. They finished 12 1 in the year, 9 0 in the SEC play. Um, Like I said, I had Bama go in 11 1. Or I guess I had them twelve and zero to start the season. Um, and I, I kind of feel like that's an A because they got the twelve win. Mark, like I said, it was, and I think people, a lot of people projected this. Maybe not so much if you would ask everybody week three what was happening. But going into the year, a lot of folks projected this, Jacob. What about you?
0: Yeah, I had them. Um, I had them um, going twelve and zero too. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give myself an A because I think I think mm. we got that one right. Because.
1: Looking about the rest of the list, I don't know if we can say we got many more A's coming. (laughs) Yep. Um. Next in the West was Ole Miss. Ole Miss finished ten and two, six and two overall. Um, they have three more wins than I projected them to have, so I'm gonna give myself a C as far as what I projected them to do. But I feel like everybody in the Ole Miss program is happy, so to speak, with twelve and two. I think that's like kind of a ceiling for Ole Miss. Like you go ten and two every year, everybody's gonna be happy.
0: Yeah. No doubt. I,
1: I. I had them going
0: seven and five as well, um, so I'm going to give myself a C on that one. But with that ten and two record, I think everybody is happy because I mean, I think I think Ole Miss fans will be happy with one winning the Egg Bowl mm-hmm. and two finishing like finishing eleven and one. I mean, the other loss came to LSU, right? Did they beat-
1: uh, no, no, they beat LSU. Their two losses was Bama and Georgia, so arguably the best two teams in the country. Like. So I mean, they handled.
0: They probably should have beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, but that is what it is. Um. So yeah, I mean, I are we giving the yeah give buff yeah give, give them buff them both. okay um I'll say A for their um what they figured they would or what they have now I think they're happy with it so an A ten and two I think Ole Miss mm-hmm. had that with that
1: all right third in the West was LSU LSU is nine and three six and two losses to Bama. And Ole Miss was there too, and then Florida State outside. Um, I think this is kind of a B for me. I had them at eleven and one, so not too far off. Um, I kind of had them. I, I had them losing to Bama, so I predicted that right. Um, I didn't really have them losing to Florida State or Ole Miss, so it's just kind of kind of off. But then I think that's a B for LSU. Um, a lot of teams would be happy to go nine and three. I think when you're probably going to have the Heisman winner on your team, that you probably were hoping for a little bit better. But I'm going to go um, two Bs for me. Yeah. Um- I'm the same. It looks like that. Further than looking down the list, it looks
0: like we're pretty much the same all the way around. But mm-hmm. having the having the Heisman winner on your team, or the what should be Heisman winner on your team, um, and only winning nine games. I mean, there are two SEC losses. I mean, Bama Bama took more control in the fourth quarter, kind of when he got hurt, James mm-hmm. got hurt. So sure, but Ole Miss was only a or. Uh,
1: It was a high scoring game. It was like, most by three, right? uh, Yeah. I think it was, I think, yeah. I think it was like kind of last kind of ball kind of thing. I mean, I think they scored, there was close to 100 points scored in that game.
0: Florida State had their way. I mean, Mm -hmm. Florida State just handled business. So, I mean, I hate it, but I think LSU fans are, I would say it's probably a B for them. Um, But I'd give myself a B as well because I had them going 11 and one, too. So I had two Bs for both of them.
1: Fourth in the West was AM. Um, AM went seven and five, four and four overall. Um, you know, seven and five, but you fired your coach, paid them $90 million to leave the door. Um, actually, now a lot of their guys are leaving to transfer portal because that's just the way it is. Um, I had AM, like I said, at five and seven. Uh, or sorry, I had them at four and eight, right? Yeah, four and eight. So I'm probably going to give myself um, a D. I think I'm going to give myself a D for that because three games off. Um, I didn't have them going to a ball game. They made a ball, they made it to a ball game. I did have Jimbo being fired, so that's kind of you know, give me some little participation points for that one. And then I kind of think that's probably a C for AM going seven to five because you had the number one recruiting class in the country a few years ago. Um, you know, you expect you had Alabama at home. I think you had LSU at home too. No, they were at Death Valley, they were at Death Valley, but at that point, um, so, I just think they, LSU – expect. I mean, sorry, A&M expects better for their program. So, a D and C for me.
0: Yeah, I had them going six and six. So, uh, they finished seven and five. I'm going to give myself a B for that one just because, you know, they finished better than what I expected. Um, so, I'm not, not too – wasn't too, too far off. Um, but I would say it's a C for the program just because of all the – you know, like you mentioned, that number one recruiting class a couple years ago have the guys with experience, got a few guys from the portal. So uh, I just think, I think that would be a C um, grade for them on the season.
1: Yep. All right. Next on the uh, agenda, uh, the Auburn Tigers. um, Auburn finished six and six on the year, three and five in SEC play. Um, But you know, Jacob, they were a fourth and 31 away away from winning, uh, and beat New Mexico State, which was a beat down. So I don't want to say beat New Mexico State because, I mean, they got got handed to them, but they were a fourth and – um 31 from going seven and five and easily could have been eight and four if you beat New Mexico State. Um I had them going eight and four, so I wasn't too far off, but they ended up going six and six. So I'm gonna give myself a C for that. But I think that's a B for Auburn. I think Hugh Freeze's main goal was compete. Show the recruits that, like, you have the vision and, like, you just don't have the talents right now. And you can, and you made the ball game with, like, the lesser talent. So I think that's a a B in Auburn, especially Hugh Freeze's eyes. Now, the fan base is a little different, but I'm talking about in Auburn, like, the program itself size. I think a B is uh, respectable.
0: Yeah. I had them going seven and five. So six and six, also, you know, not too far off. So I I give myself a B for that one, but, um, I give it a B as well because, like you said, um, I think think you mentioned that Hugh said his goal was to be ball eligible. Mm-hmm. So you know that's exactly what he did. So and like you said, thirty one yards on a fourth fourth and goal from being seventy five. So I mean that would <laughs> have would have made me right, but at the same time, I <laughs> wouldn't have been too happy about it. So. Um, but yeah, I think I'll I'll give that a B for Auburn because hmm. with with the head coach's goal wanting to be six and or wanting to be ball eligible at least, that's what
1: he was. So I'll give it a B. All right. Second to last. So six in the in the West was Mississippi State. State went five and seven, one and seven in conference play, beating Arkansas. That was their long conference win. Um I had state at Six, uh, I had stayed at seven and five. So I'm going to give myself a B for that one just because it's pretty, it's fairly close. Um, I definitely thought they'd be going to ball eligible, but as far, but they ended up firing their coach and they didn't make ball eligible. So I kind of think that's a, that's probably a D for Mississippi state's program because like ball eligible is probably the main goal and you'll fire your coach because you don't think he's getting the job done. So I'm going to give B and D for me. Yeah. I, um, I had them going six and six. So,
0: you know, again, looking like one game off. So I'll give myself a B for that one. But going five and seven, um, even though they had Will Rogers with new, you know, new head coach didn't really know how it was. I thought six and six was gonna be good for them. So I'm I'm gonna say it was a C for the fan base just because there's really a lot of uncertainty for a head coaches first year, especially a first time head coach. So Uh, I would say five and seven was a C for Mississippi state fans, just because I know they're not happy, but I mean, for the program to go one game away from bowl eligibility in your first year, I don't think you can be too upset.
1: Mm -hmm. And last in the West, making me and Jacob look like a fool was Arkansas. Arkansas was four and eight, one and seven overall. Their long conference win was at the swamp. Um, Complete F for me as far as prediction wise. And, um, I just think, you know, you go four and set four and eight with Arkansas with Rocket Sanders with KJ Jefferson, especially after you regress from last year. Last year you make a bowl game, you beat Kansas in a nice thriller, and then you just kind of crap the bed this year. I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, there's no reason that as much as I big as an Auburn fan I am, that Arkansas should have got blown out by Auburn the way they did. Um, I also just think that at minimal you should have been ball eligible and you went four and eight. So like I just think it's F and F for me.
0: Yeah. Um same right there with you. I had them go in nine and three. Uh so I, that's really an F, really bad F for me. Um they just they just were not good at all. Um had a lot of close games, especially here in Tuscaloosa. But I, four and eight is not acceptable for Arkansas, and I am shocked that Sam Pittman
1: is still there. Um, but you
0: return legend Bobby Petrino,
1: so mm-hmm. hey, let me just—he goes four and eight again this year. He, we will not be talking about him next year. We'll be talking about his firing. Yeah, we'll be talking about hiring interim head coach Bobby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, four and eight is not acceptable. So, um, that's what. F and F for me. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're going to move on to the East. So, Wells gave gave you both of our predictions from the jump. So now we'll go, um, what the actual finishing was. So, um, Georgia finished first in the
1: East, twelve and one, eight and one in conference play. What did you What did you have them? I had them at twelve. I had them at eleven and one. So not. This was before the conference game. like I So I didn't have them making the conference game at all. And even though I have Tennessee at 11-1, and and I had them going to the conference championship game. I didn't put that game – I didn't factor that game in. So I had them losing one game. Um, So I had them going 8-1 co- or 7-1 in conference play, which I'll, I'll give myself an A for prediction-wise. But I think it's a B for UGA just because you're probably the most talented team in the country and you didn't make the playoffs. It's just that simple.
0: Yeah, I had them go in – 11 and 1 that lost going to Tennessee, which was kind of a bold take. Now, if you think about it, but as far as what I had, I'll give it myself uh, an A just because I mean, I'm not too upset with it. Um, but definitely a B for expectation, especially after making the playoff back to back years. Um, just not really acceptable for Georgia fans, it seems like. So, uh, Second in the East was Missouri at ten and two, six and two in conference play. Um, I'm gonna give myself an F on this one because I had them finishing at three and nine with no wins in conference play, and um, Eli stood on business. <laughs> he, he stood on business, and they went ten and two. Man, I, I I think that I mean if we could give it a plus, I'd say a plus because mm-hmm. I don't think Missouri fans are just, dis- like upset at all. You got a big bowl game
1: against Oklahoma, Ohio State. They're, Ohio State, Ohio State. They're playing Ohio State. They're I the it was New, Oklahoma. New, Oklahoma's playing uh, Arizona. I think it's oh well. They didn't. Oklahoma didn't even make the New Year Six. Oh, I
0: thought I thought they were okay. Well, then yeah, they're gonna be ten and three after. Playing <laughs> Ohio State.
1: Well, I mean, I don't want to go into my but Kyle McCord's transferred, and you got M- M- Maserati Moore sitting out. So like. Yeah. You know, I mean, new quarterback. I mean, it's going to be close. I don't,
0: either way, A plus season for Missouri, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I'm right there. I'm not going to disagree one thing. Um, I had them going slightly better than you did. I had them four and eight, one and eight in conference play, and they just made me look like a fool, too. So I'm going to give myself F for my reigns. And you you summed it up perfectly, Jacob. That's, that's an A plus season for Missouri.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody had Missouri going that way, just to be honest with you. But. Really, And if you think about it, there are two losses. Georgia was nine-point loss at Georgia. Right. And LSU was a ten-point loss at home. On a late pick six. But yeah, late like pick six, exactly. They were leading most of that game, or back and forth most of mm-hmm. it. So, you know, lost two games by – I don't think the ten was really, like, reflective of the actual game. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, the next team, third in the SEC East, was Tennessee, who's eight and four, four and four in conference play. Um, what what grades are you going to give them on that one?
1: Um, I'm going to give Tennessee a C on my ranking. Um, I had Tennessee at eleven and one, I had them losing to Alabama, but still making the conference championship game. Um, they finished at eight and four, embarrassing loss in the swamp. Looking back at it now, um, Lost to Georgia, lost to Alabama. And I'm, I'm liking on where the fourth law or the fourth loss occurred, but either way, I mean, I just, I missed on this one. There had, there were three, three losses away. And then I had, I'm going to give that program a C, the only reason I'm not giving it a D is because you did have uncertainty at quarterback. You really didn't know exactly what Joe Milton was going to do. Um, you expected Joe Milton to do really good. He didn't play that well. And you do play biggest super rivals are UGA Bama, just like Auburn. So I'm gonna give him a C just because of but very close. it would be a C minus if I was doing the plus minus scale for program wise. Yeah. So for um
0: for Tennessee, I had him at um I had him at eleven and one beating uh Georgia, their one loss coming to Alabama and they went eight and four. So I'll give myself a D for that one just because they really failed my expectations. But uh, I'll give it a C for the program just because I don't think probably C minus, like you said, I don't think it was, it was um, up to par with what they had. So next program um, we're going to kind of fly through these uh, Florida finished five and seven. I had them. At five and seven, so I'm giving myself an A for the prediction, but a D for the program's ex- expectations.
1: Right. Um, I had them at uh, four and eight, um, so I was one one game off. I'm gonna give myself a B just because I was one game off, and then Florida, I'm gonna give myself a D because Florida expects better than that.
0: Yeah. So next was Kentucky, who finished seven and five, three and five in conference play. I had them going seven and five, three and five. So I give myself an A for the prediction, but um, I'll give myself a C or give them a C for the year? Just because I feel like with Devin Leary coming in, they had a little bit higher expectation. I was thinking maybe with them
1: eight, nine game win or eight, mm-hmm. nine win season. But um, what'd you have? Um, I had Kentucky going seven and five also. So I'm gonna give myself an eight because I finally got one right. And then I'm gonna give them a B. Um, I think Kentucky. I think eight and four is kind of what you were expecting. All right, Kentucky was looking for eight and four, nine and three, and they finished seven and five, so two games off of it. I'm gonna give that a B. I think the most um
0: disappointing team in the whole SEC is next, South Carolina, who was five and seven, three and five in conference play. I had them going nine and three. Mm, So Um, did I. And so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give myself a D on that one, and an F on. Expectations of the program because I think with the roster they had the talent they had, um, nine and three was I think realistic, but five and seven was definitely not what they had. So I give myself an F.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them I'm I'm gonna give a D for the uh, for my ratings because I had them at nine and three too, which is like, you know, I I think everybody kind of had them in the top or ten of the SEC. And we give them an F program wise. I mean, you were a pick six from Stone Blanton with like late in the fourth quarter away from going four and eight and a loss to Jack State. I mean this Jack State's a good program, but they're not good SEC level. So five and seven, I'm gonna give them a D and F. Yeah, so <laughs> the last
0: team on the list, Bandy, uh, who went ten and two and ten, oh and eight in conference play. Um <laughs> I don't really wanna say what I had them going, but I had them going five and seven this year. Uh one and seven in SEC play. So I'm gonna give myself an F for the my prediction, but also an F or the um programs expectations just because I don't think anybody
1: expects to go two and ten and be mm-hmm. happy with that. So I'm gonna give them an F. Um, I had them going four and eight. So I'm gonna give myself a C to only be in two games off. And then I'm also with you. I'm gonna give them an F. You know, they had I think they finished be- they were better last year, um, extended their coach. You know, you, hopefully maybe get five and seven, six and six ball eligibility, and just went in the complete opposite direction. So that's an F. Yeah. Well, we were we weren't just too awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the to- we got the tops. We got Bama. I mean, we had Bama being there. Um, and then we were a game of two between most programs, except for Arkansas, South Carolina, and I guess Vandy. All right, next, I guess it's time for the It Just Means Less podcast awards of the year. Um, going to go through pretty quickly. Player of the year, I'm going to give it to Jaden Daniels just because he's going to be the Heisman winner. I don't feel like you cannot give the Heisman winner the player of the year for that conference.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it to Jaden Daniels too. Um uh he's probably gonna be the Heisman winner. And you know, he he earned it. I think it's forty nine total touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, he 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 earned it. So I'd give it to Jaden Daniels.
1: And then I think I saw this that they actually came out with this the other day. Uh Drinkwitz is the coach of the year for the SEC. Yeah. And I think that's there's no there's no people you might have made the case for saving, but like not really. I think Saban had this was the number one composite rank, like talent wise. for uh, the, Now, you could say the progression that Alabama did was something we probably hadn't seen under Nick Saban because normally they've just been dominant from talk to finish. But we're talking about a Missouri team that if, me and Jacob kind of just left out to dry to start of the year, and they just completely proved us wrong. So, like you said, Eli Druk stands on business, and he's my coach of the year.
0: Yeah, for me too. I mean, I like you said, could make the argument for Saban with it being his I think the the year that he had to take most responsibility and find a way to get his team to rally, especially after a, a loss to Texas in a terrible game against South
1: Florida. So but Eli Eli did did stand on business and earned what he deserved. So Yep. And then um I guess we can go ahead and do this because it's right here. Most surprising team, Missouri. I mean, based off what we just did prank ranking wise, I don't think there's no doubt on this one.
0: Yeah, most surprising Missouri, especially yeah, I had them four and eight or three and nine. So, yeah,
1: yeah, Missouri. And then you kind of touched on this earlier. Uh, most disappointing is probably, in my opinion, South Carolina. Um, you have Spencer Rattler, a uh, really good quarterback. You have all the talent in the world, and you just don't get the job done. You just crap the bed. Um, Shane Beamer does this again, and he better watch out. I'm all, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not quite yet to say hot, hot seat. But you go five and seven again next year. You he he might need to start looking over his shoulder.
0: Yeah, I would say like he's in a car like during the winter time and it's getting a little warm. <laughs> but I, I would give him that. But I think Arkansas for me. Um, I didn't really want to kind of match you on everything, but um, you went with the most disappointing team from the East, and I took the one from the West. I think Arkansas just very underwhelming this year. Um, four and eight. When you have to hire Bobby Petrino, that's when you kind of know you're <laughs> you're struggling. So.
1: Yep. Um, newcomer slash freshman of the year. Um, we both of us have similar things. Um, we're going to take Caleb Downs um, as far as uh, freshman. freshman of the year. He 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 just lit it up. I think he was fourth, fifth in tackles maybe in the conference. Yeah, he 99. Um, so that's really impressive. And then uh, I had Trey Harris as my newcomer, um, leading receiver for Ole Miss, uh, top five receiver in the SEC. I think he's the best newcomer as far as transfer coming in-wise.
0: Yeah, he had almost 900 yards receiving. Um, now, as far as another, like, transfer, he wasn't a newcomer, but he was in, within conference was Ray Davis. Uh, he went from vanity, to Kentucky, uh, grad transfer to, to Kentucky. So, um, he had a really good year. So, um, just another notable kind of guy that stood out. Mm-hmm.
1: And then lastly, our final award, uh, kind of had a standout player, a breakout guy, um, maybe not the most – the best player of the year wise, but like somebody that nobody really projected to have this kind of season or didn't expect he was going to have this season, you know, maybe week two or three. And I think it's Jalen Muro I mean, get your, your teams going to the playoff best, arguably one of the best teams in the country. And you were benched going into South Florida. Like, I mean, if he was benched going into versus a group, before playing a group or five team, didn't get any snaps. And now he's arguably, Top three, top four quarterback in the SEC. Uh, definitely top three, in my opinion. So, Jalen Miro is a standout player of the year for me.
0: Yeah, I I, I got the same thing. Um, another one that kind of stood out to me was Cody Schaefer from mm-hmm. That's almost, almost, almost 1,500 rushing yards. So, um, but I think, I think, which I think if I were to have to put another category, I would say most surprising player and Jay, put Jalen Miro there and maybe stand out with Schrader. But, um, I couldn't leave Miller off. I almost had him at player of the year just because of what he did for the Alabama team after South Florida, how he progressed them up. And then of course you can't forget fourth and 31. So mm-hmm. you know, it takes a special type of guy to do that. So um, give me Jalen Miller for standing, standout player of the year.
1: All right. That's been fun, Jacob. I guess next week we'll be able to talk a little ball game. Yeah, they they start next Saturday, right? Or... Next Saturday, so I guess next Thursday we'll have a a week full of bowl predictions. Yeah, see see if we're we go. Oh, uh, we'll have to make
0: sure we keep up with that and see how much we know, Paul. Mm-hmm. If it's anything like our um super dog predictions, I think we're both gonna be in big big
1: trouble. Mm-hmm. Hey, we maybe can enter our pickums in. If you listen to us, you could put them in the ESPN Bowl Mania. and yeah. maybe win a million dollars. You know if you listen to us probably not
0: so but yeah this has been um that's it we all we got for you today that's episode 20 of it just means less we appreciate you listening we'll see you next week